What, what up? up? Oh! Oh! Wow. It's super loud in there. Oh, yeah. That's we good. just blew out headphones yeah, for sure. Um, if we blew out your speakers, you let us know. Um, <laughs> we'll take it out of Dylan's budget yeah. and make it happen. But I don't have a budget. All right. Well, <laughs> we'll make it happen. Sorry about that. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> what up, Oasis people? Man. We're back. It's back. What has it been? Two months? A month, month and three weeks. Month, yeah. yeah, almost month, two. I three think. weeks, two days. I was counting. Sure. Well, have been two months by the time they hear this. I don't know. I don't no remember idea. when we stopped. Yeah, but we are back, and we're so excited. Uh, we got Dylan here to my right. I yep. haven't done an introduction in a long time, yeah, and then Jaina to my left. Hey-o. And Dylan's working in a new position here at the church. So yep. explain to the people what you're doing, Dylan. I was ready for this. So I am now the uh, young adult and creative resident pastor here. There you so. go. Let's go. We're doing a little bit of everything. Yeah. I don't get it. When I introduce myself, I don't get to say at Oasis anymore. I'm no longer the Oasis intern because technically now I just work for Grace Point and Oasis <laughs> is part of it. Yeah. Yeah. It gets confusing. So I still also. say I'm the Oasis worship pastor. There you go. <laughs> Even though that's not my title. <laughs> no. Okay. We've been gone for two months. Yep. Yeah. And in these two months, life was lived. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We did things. Time passed. People, you guys didn't just stop and just kind of sit and stare some, at the wall? Sometimes it felt like I was. Cryogenic <laughs> but, freezing. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. We're going to talk about what we did over the last couple of months. But before we get there, I want to hear just like something fun you did okay. in the last couple of months. Hopefully you did something fun. Yeah, I worked. I <laughs> give zipline tours for a living, so I got a zipline. Shout out. Shout out. Rushmore Tramway. I got to see the boys at Mount Rushmore every day. You see them every day? Every day. Same people you work with every single day? No, yeah, no, he's no. talking about Mount Rushmore, the four the, presidents. Oh. The, the guys the guys on the rock. That's funny. The, that kind of thing we're famous for out there. Like your boys that you like work with. Well, yeah, them too. They we boys. Sky you know. Rangers? Yeah, Sky Rangers for life. That's awesome. That's hilarious. Did you have anything fun happen? Or am I spoiling something like as you were no. getting no, it was just uh, my last my last two tours, uh, I had a family from Scotland. Wow. Heaviest accent you've ever heard. Did they think Western South Dakota was worth it? They came from Scotland. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Not going to lie. Because I was just in Chicago South, this yeah. last week, and a guy asked me, he said, is South Dakota worth visiting? Only <laughs> only the good side. Only West River. And see, I'm I'm an East River guy. Yeah. But if you're going to come visit South Dakota. you got to go to the West. You have yeah. to go to the West. And but, not just like the West side, like specifically Rapid, Black Hills. But like, even then, is it worth it? Yeah, for sure. I don't, you, want another, you, could, you could go another six hours and be like in the Rockies, the, oh, the big ones. True, yeah. that is, but the last people that I gave a tour to before I left and came back to Brookings were from Ukraine and Russia. Wow. Together? That, yeah, That's husband awesome. and wife. Oh. Yeah. That's probably been tough. No, it was it was cool. We oh. talked about it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they're all right. Okay. Interesting. That's that's really fascinating. Yeah, they were truck drivers, and they drove past. And they're like, I wonder where the, the four boys on the rock are. And they <laughs> found out, oh, we passed it an hour ago. Let's turn around and go see. So <laughs> they came back. Nice. And you gave them zipline tours. Yep, sure did. That's go. awesome. All right. So he was ziplining. What were you doing? <sighs> Not, nothing that fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, Man, what did I do This that was fun? I've just been kind of chilling a lot mm-hmm. um, outside of like doing ministry things, which we'll talk about later. But. A lot of just like resting and hanging out with friends and yeah, yeah, playing with my dogs. I don't know. There I live go. a fairly boring life. Sorry, <laughs> that's good. That's what that's what Paul says. Live a quiet life. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. For me, gosh, well, I, I'll just talk about Chicago. I yeah. just went to Chicago yeah. and I saw the Bean Boy. Bean, oh, the Bean. Nice. Was it worth it? It was awesome. <laughs> really? Yeah, it was awesome. Like you've probably seen it. Oh yeah, multiple times. Well, we went at seven, like fifteen, seven thirty in the morning. 
So there okay. was hardly anybody there. Nice. Like yeah. I've heard it gets really, really crowded. For yeah. Sure. And so we got to take all these kind of pictures and the reflection is cool. I don't know who sat there and was like, you know what? I'm going to make one shiny bean <laughs> and put it in the park and it's going to become a world renowned. Is like, it called the bean? Like that's its official title. I don't know. Or is that just like the title that everybody's given it because it looks like a Dylan's bean. Googling, but I I honestly thought it was actually called f- the bean. I feel like maybe it wasn't intended to be a bean. Like that wasn't what the artist went for. It's I cloud gate. Be. It's called there cloud gate. So, and then everybody was like, oh yeah, bean. and the, the bean. bean. Just like we do like touchdown Jesus. Okay. Okay. Well, it kind of ruins yeah. it for me because well, I like the bean better. Sorry. But It's the bean. It, we'll just Otherwise, we went on a river tour. And if you're ever in Chicago, it's a little bit expensive, but it's totally worth it. And we did it at night when all the skyscrapers lit up. So mm. there's Is that my, like on a boat? Yeah, you like get on a boat mm. and then they have a, uh, a guide and they tell you all about the skyscrapers and the history of Chicago and super cool. Right. So you should do it. All right. all right. Besides the fun stuff, we've yeah. also been living life. Yeah. Yeah. And life. <laughs> it just sounds like you're like, life's not fun. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Yeah, but like it's the quiet life. Yeah. It's the yep. ministry yep. life. It's yep. it's yeah. following Jesus life. And that's what we want to talk about. Like as we're two months into summer essentially, a lot of you who are students probably have about a month left before you have to go back to school or maybe if you're not a student, like you have a, a month maybe a month and a half left <laughs> nice of decent weather. weather. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> what what do we want to talk about in a way that gives people something to like reflect on and evaluate their summer and kind of look back because it's the best life lived is a reflective life. I don't know who said something like that, but it's a famous quote. So you can Google it. <laughs> Look it up. So Jana, you're going to go first. Yeah, yeah. Tell us about what you've been doing <laughs> ministry-wise for the last couple yes. of months and why that's important. Yes. So the reason that my life seems kind of boring is that pretty much all I've done for the last month at least is travel back and forth between Brookings and Rapid. <laughs> <laughs> I will have been out to Rapid for four weeks within an eight-week time period, coming back on the weekends is crazy. So I went out uh, two weeks in June for our youth camp, so middle school week and then high school week. Um, And I love youth camp. It's probably my favorite part of the whole year, probably my favorite part of youth ministry in general. Um, But it's just awesome to to get to do that with students, and I love just getting to invest in the students' lives and Mm -hmm. to take that kind of extra special trip together. Um, and to spend that week doing ministry, having fun, playing games, like literally sweating to death out in the <laughs> rapid heat. Um, it's just an awesome time. And um, not only do we just get to have fun, but also like get to dive into scripture and, and draw near to God. Um, and so our theme this year was DNA. And so we really tried to help students. Um, it was it was a lot about identity of like realizing that our identity is in Jesus, um, that his DNA lives in us and, and how we were created, that God created us in his image. Yeah. Um, and, and what implication does that have on how we live our lives? Um, and so it was two really awesome weeks um, just with our students, with other students in our district and youth pastors. Um, and it, it usually is kind of a catalyst into our fall. Mm-hmm. Um, and so probably some of you who are listening are like, why are you talking about youth ministry? Like this <laughs> is a college and young adult podcast. Um, but I probably many of you college students, at least like that's a common job that you have is to work in camp ministry. Mm. Um, and every camp is different and does things a lot so different, but I just encourage you, those of you that are doing that, that to even in the midst of when it's hard and difficult and you're tired and students are insane and middle school yeah. boys smell oh. disgusting. Oh, and so like, like all the things you can make a list of all the things that are just kind of crappy about it. But to, to know that you are doing an amazing ministry, that mm. you are impacting um, young lives, young 
uh, sons and daughters of the king who aren't a next generation, but who are a now generation that when they come back, they go into schools that are dealing with the exact same struggles that you're dealing with at your age that your parents are dealing with. Like we're all living in the same world and they're dealing with it in their life as well. And so you get to have an amazing impact for God, even if it's all you do is just how you love them and not lose your temper on them. Mm -hmm. Um, and so keep pressing on if you've got probably maybe a few more weeks doing that. Um, but if you're not and you're like, ah, I don't know, like kids are kind of cool, but I've never done that. Like you can have an impact. There are people um, underneath you that you can influence, whether that's younger siblings or cousins, or if you want to get invested in working with youth. Um, I think one of the most rewarding things for me in my life as a student were adults, older people, college students who poured into me. Um, and then to be able to give that back to them and to be able to say, okay, what did I need when I was at that age and how can I show up in that way? Yeah. Um, so that's awesome. That's so good. Yeah, campus, I got a couple of questions. So yeah, like, I feel it. like camp ministry can be kind of polarizing. Okay. Like yeah. some people think it's the spiritual high yeah. that doesn't provide substance for the rest of a, a year. So a student has one week where they're encountering mm-hmm. the Lord and then 51 weeks where they never yeah. seek Jesus. Like, what <laughs> would you say to something like that? Like as someone who believes in camp yeah. ministry, thinks it's really important. What would you like, how would you encourage people yeah. in that? Well, I'm not going to refute that and say that that doesn't exist. That exists all over the place and probably way more places than we need to. And that's where it comes down to. Like, I feel very strongly as a student ministry pastor to not let that be a spiritual high where there's a drop off after it. But how do students continue to have opportunity to get connected, to be challenged, to continue to grow in their faith? And so, like, we'll start our year with kind of revisiting the idea of identity and reminding Mm -hmm. like, hey, this is what we learned this summer. And, And if you've been like going really strong in that and the Lord's been doing stuff like let's continue to build on that. If, if things, you know, like, um, the fire, like dwindled out, that's the word I'm looking yeah, for. Yeah, like yeah. you don't have to give up. Like we can keep pressing in cause there's seasons, there's ebbs and flows of life and faith. Um, and the point is that we keep journeying on. And so like, yeah, how do we continue to all of yeah. our life pursue Jesus, Jesus? And you're going to have highs like, even as a college student, you might have a spiritual high one week at an oasis. Yeah. But how do you continue on after that is the mm-hmm. question. So yeah, so good. I yeah. think in like when you get post camp life, it's like the mission trip high. Yeah. That yeah. we always are talking to our, our people who we take on the oasis mission trip. That it's like, yes, this is one week where we are deeply encountering the Lord. Yeah. But God is the same place, same person in Detroit, in mm-hmm. Texas, in LA, in camp and rapid that yeah. he is here in Brookings or he is wherever mm-hmm. you're at. So you can seek him and find him in the same way there. Yeah. Other question, like, I think camp can be confusing for some people because there's Christian camp. Yeah. There's Christian camp that's not really Christian camp. (laughs) And then there's summer camp that's not Christian camp at all. So, like, I went to a camp growing up that was Christian, Mm -hmm. but had, like, we no messages preached, (laughs) no spiritual emphasis. And I know people go to summer camp where it's like, Jesus is, you're just doing camp rock. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, how do you navigate all that as, like, a, a youth pastor and people like that? Yeah. I think there's, I was going to say there's place for all of those, but I, I don't think there's place for like pseudo Christian camps, but maybe that's a hot take. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a place for you to go to a fun summer camp where you do activities and you learn skills and you're part of things like that. I don't know if they're that common anymore as they maybe used to be, but um, like as Christians, if if we have the opportunity to go and to be intentional in our faith and to dive into the word and learn from other people and be a part of community, like take that opportunity. Yeah, that's good. Um, like dive into that. Like that's an opportunity that where like, our students get to hear from two speakers that they would have never gotten to hear from. Um, and 
have encounters with students from different churches that could be encouragement and like they create friends and they get excited every year to go back and like see their friends. And so like camps that say they're Christian, but then you don't really dive into the word. Like I'd probably steer people away from those. I would just, my question would be why, Mm -hmm. what's the purpose? What are they doing? Um, And I'm not trying to like critique and say they're awful and horrible people that are running those camp, but ask some good questions. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, what's that camp about? And like, I think a good place to end it is you kind of talked about it. Like, even if you're someone who's never been to camp, you have no camp affiliation. Like if you're a college young adult listening and you've got a week of PTO or a week in your summer, you could just take off. Like you can come volunteer and be a camp counselor either at our camp. Oh, it's so fun. It's so fun. Like I, I did it one year. (laughs) I have, I've yet to go back, but that is not because I didn't like it. I loved it. And I don't even really... This is aggressive, but I don't even really like middle schoolers. <laughs> and I still loved camp because it's yeah. just that they're they're excited to be yeah. there. They really want to know the Lord. You get to walk with them in that. Like I had mm-hmm. some unbelievable conversations with middle school boys. They smelt horrendous. I have never smelt <laughs> a room that was that it was that potent. My eyes watered. I almost couldn't oh. sleep in our cabin. It smelt so bad. Like a whole week of summer sweat and Half of them, I swear, never even yeah. thought about a shower. Oh, no. It was awful, but it was also awesome. Yeah. So if you're ever interested in something like that, like this mm-hmm. summer's over for, for camps, but yeah. next summer or mm-hmm. helping with GSM, yeah. feel free to reach out and to And even Jana. if you're in a place where you're serving or leading, you can still learn. Oh, absolutely. Like our speaker, one of our speakers this summer, um, she was so good. And I walked away like, I feel incredibly filled <laughs> for yeah. just listening to her sermons. Um, so it's like, there's not just an age thing that's, that's like oh, i can't get anything from this but i love that yeah all right jumping across the table yep dylan let's hear it like what's ministry and life following jesus look like for you in the last couple months i think i've been blessed enough with the position that i had at work back home um where i got i was top of the food chain um <laughs> oh look at this big so, dog over yeah. here yeah um <laughs> oof, oof. And, so, <laughs> and so it wasn't really like i got to be in a place where i wasn't just the Hey, how are you? Good to see you. Hope you have fun. See you later. Like, mm-hmm. um, I got to give a group of 10 people up to 10 people, a tour in the black Hills on zip lines for two hours. And so that was two hours that I really got to deeply invest in those people, mm. um, and hear stories, ask questions, learn about people, um, hear experiences and just like thoughts and stuff like that. Um, where I was given the opportunity to really uh, invest in those people and, I mean, I just talked about it this past Sunday at Oasis of what it really means to be present and how if I wasn't present, present, which is something I really struggled with while I was back home because I was exhausted <laughs> working like 10 to 12 hour days out in the heat, also having to try and deal with a ton of people because <laughs> as fun as it sounds, talking to 10 people for two hours, it can be emotionally exhausting. Yeah. And so being physically and emotionally exhausted and being focused on other things um, it was hard for me to be present, but when I was present, it was awesome. Mm. Um, like I even, I even told this story, um, that there's this one kid that was on my tour. His name's Jay. He's eight years old. And shout it was, out Jay. yeah, shout out Jay. He's dope. I'm sure he's listening. Oh, totally. <laughs> um, but it was him, his dad and his sister. Um, and it was just them three on the tour. And I kid you not the entire tour, Jay and I talked about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> Alvin and the Chipmunks and all the other cartoons that you could ever think of mm-hmm. 
that was the most present I was all summer. <laughs> I was like invested in making this kid have the best time of his life. And it was a blast. Yeah. Um, and it was in that moment that I realized what being present was. Cause like, I understood, like, I want to make sure this kid feels loved. Like mm. he's cool. I want to make sure like his dad feels loved. His sister feels loved. And like, that was like probably one of the dumbest conversations I could probably have, <laughs> mm. like as a 21 year old, like, but like I was all in, um, and, and to try and carry that mindset through with anyone, like no matter how I was feeling, like I wanted to be present for those people. Cause you never know, like vacations can be really hard for people. Yeah. yeah. Like stuck in an RV with your family that <laughs> fights all the time, you know, for yeah. 20 hours, like yeah. can be really hard. And, and so just to really, you know, invest and like just hear people's stories, um, and just really try and like build them up. Yeah. Um, and just listen and make sure that they have a, a good time. Um, was just super awesome and mm-hmm. it really helped me just love people well which was yeah. great and that's like that's a really good takeaway for i think a lot of people to recognize that sometimes ministry is not just sharing the gospel yeah. but loving the people who are present to you or who are in front of you yeah and i think in each one of those moments if you would have felt the lord calling you to have a gospel-centered conversation to tell someone about jesus you would have been faithful yeah. to that but sometimes teenage mutant ninja turtles is a gospel conversation yeah, for, sure. <laughs> for a kid who maybe doesn't get to talk about that and mm-hmm. doesn't get to like experience those things doesn't feel seen in yeah. that way like that's the love of jesus and sometimes mm-hmm. and like a lot of times it needs to go back to christ and, like, yeah yeah you know but some that's really good <laughs> yeah. too yeah what do you think it looks like working alongside coworkers for a couple of months who yeah I mean, I think people get that in summertime jobs where you're not with those people a lot of the time and so we don't know exactly what our influences there or how we should steward that would that look like for you i think i tried not to be like very like upfront with who i was and what i do for a living like of course i work with a bunch of high school and college kids so we always get you know what where do you go to school what's your major you know all that yeah. you know fun yeah. stuff um and so i was very open if people asked i was going to share my story I'd be like no i used to go to school i dropped out i'm now in seminary school and i work as a pastor um, and so of course, you know, people have, however they react to that. Yeah. Um, immediate walls for some people. Yeah, it's like, totally. I'm not going to talk to you for the next two yeah, hours yeah. now. Cause you said you're a pastor. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't want to shove on people like, yeah, I'm a pastor now. I, I, I'll watch how I act. You know, I'm yeah. such a goody two shoes, but like, I made sure to be present. Like I wanted to talk to you and to get to know you. Um, and one of the best things was, you know, I went on the Detroit trip mm-hmm. and we learned a whole bunch about cultural uh like stuff like yeah. all that and a lot of our uh, a lot of my coworkers this year weren't from the u.s huh. they're from the dominican republic they're from turkey like the middle east like yemen they're from you know china thailand all over the world and so i really tried to be intentional with them and you know sh- show that and one of the first guys that i met who's from the uh, DR, his name was David, but we called him Davey because that's easier to say. <laughs> um, and I was talking to him on, on one of my first days and he was like, oh, well, I asked him what he wanted to do for a living. And he's like, oh, I wanted to be a professor. I was like, oh, cool. And he's like, what do you do for a living? I'm like, oh, I'm a pastor. He's like, oh, so you work in a church? I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, dude, I love Jesus. <laughs> I was like, this is what I'm talking about. And so like, I've got to have like a bunch of cool conversations with him and like, for a lot of the people from the DR, like they are really invested in church. And mm. so a lot of those mm. conversations I got to have um, kind of bled into the people that like still lived in Rapid. Yeah. Um, and so we got to have, 
you know, conversations about, you know, of course, you know, college kids and high school kids wouldn't talk about relationships. So <laughs> I got to add my two cents into what that looks like mm. and what marriage looks like. And, um, even what life looks like. like. This guy's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, minimum you can date for five years. All right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was really cool. Um, cause a lot of those conversations got just the coming out of, you know, what do you do for a living? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not like thrown in their face, but if they're going to ask, like we're going to have the conversation about it. That's good. Um, which was really awesome. Mm-hmm. Cause and I, I think there's a, a couple of ways that people I've, I've heard people do it really well of kind of filtering in to a conversation and seeing where people of peace are and seeing who's interested and yeah. stuff like that. Where a lot of times like conversations about like, Hey, how was your weekend? Yeah. can turn into gospel mm-hmm. conversations when you include the fact that you went to church mm-hmm. or like, yeah. Hey, what did you do last night? And like, Oh, I went to a small group, yeah. like stuff like that. Where us sitting at the table, we're like, Oh, what do you do? You're I'm a pastor. And that instantly mm-hmm. becomes a, a connection point for mm-hmm. some people. Like, normal people who don't work in churches can <laughs> yeah. have that too. <laughs> yeah. Where it's just like a cool church plug yeah. or it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know, that, that, that can be really powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, I think the last thing I want to talk to you about was it's just like, what was the good, bad, hard, ugly yeah. about staying connected to Jesus in a new season with new rhythms and a new place? Like what yeah. that looked like? It was, it was awesome because um, I would have to be really intentional of where I got to connect. Um, Cause it was really hard. Cause like I was very busy. My schedule was work like 10 to 12 hours, go home, eat dinner, go to bed, wake up, do it the next day. That was about all I had. So, mm. um, yeah, it got, it got really tiring, but I really had to be intentional and really had to kind of like just pull up my pants and suck it up and <laughs> be like, <laughs> pull up your pants. Isn't that what you say? I- Put your big boy pants yeah, on. Yeah, that's what that. I'm talking about. That's what I'm thinking of. Pull up you your pants. Dylan, why are your pants off? We got to talk about this. Okay. Let's, no, let's. No, no. Please keep your pants on. We'll talk about it another time. <laughs> so you had to tough it up. Yeah, we toughed it up. Um, and I, I had to find like new new ways to encounter Jesus. Hmm. Um, and so like my morning routine, like getting up, spending time with Jesus like that wasn't possible. Just like I didn't want to wake up at you know, four o'clock in the morning after just going to bed at like midnight. Mm. Like I knew that wasn't not good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so in the little moments when I had a chance at work, I immediately, like first thing I'd do, like, let's go read some scripture. Like try to read through like uh, this summer, like while I was back, I was reading through Deuteronomy. So anytime, (laughs) like I was on the chairlift or like, you know, in between tours or something, I was always like breaking out my phone, trying to read. Um, anytime I just got bored at home, I didn't, really do anything at home so i was like if i'm bored like oh this is a great time to go like sit up by the campfire yeah. like go read do something so it was just learning to find new ways to encounter like i couldn't count on the consistent every day so that's good yeah that's sweet cool well i'll bring us home but yeah. for the last two months i think to like summarize what i've experienced and done is just like season change yeah. like we've used that language a little bit but that's really what summer is for a lot of people and it's just like pace changes obligations change requirements like even like priorities change in a little bit and so from coming off of may and this last year uh may and june and now into july are these months of huge like rest recuperation um reflection like really understanding what God has done to try and see where God is leading us in the future. And all of that like pivots on this preparation that now becomes like for us, what we do in the summer uh, a lot of times is 
make sure everything is good to go. Yeah. So in the fall, <laughs> we can give everything we can to our people. Like, I don't want to be sitting there one week trying to decide what are we going to preach for a sermon series in October mm-hmm. when I could be having a meeting with a with a with someone with one of you you know yeah, I, yeah, I want to have yeah. my time and my energy focused on yeah preaching sermons and meeting with people not necessarily have to doing all the prep and the planning yeah. so that's what I did you know and that's yeah. that's a season that's really really different but God has taught me a lot about like what it means to live out John 15, what it means to stay connected to the, the vine that is Jesus and then faithfully produce fruit in that. What, what does it mean to study scripture without intention of like regurgitating it to other people? Yeah. You know, like yeah. that's the temptation we have as people and as pastors. It's like, I'm doing my morning Devo, but I know I have a sermon to write. And so yep. my morning Devo yeah. is slipping into my sermon preparation. Yep. Where it's like, no, this morning I went to Cool Beans and I opened it up and I read a psalm with no intention rather than just to meet the Lord in the yeah. psalm. Like that, some of that stuff and how do I continue to make that like a deep priority even as we flow into the, the year. So I don't know yeah. besides that if there's anything like you guys have yeah. questions for the ministry I that I've been doing. For you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What has been like the most challenging part of the last couple months oh. in the prep, in the rest, in the season change? That's all good. Of? I think for me, it's probably more personal expectations of what I feel I need to accomplish as a person. Okay. I am a very like, I do not procrastinate well. So if there's like a task that needs to get done, I want to do it now, do it mm. all right now. And I don't like, it give, It makes me anxious to wait for things. So over a month of, or a summer of three months, like having a huge <laughs> list to do, like I'm the guy that wants to do the whole list in three yep. days, not three months. Yeah. So like learning that and being okay with one day if like, hey, I worked on one big whole task that day and I didn't even finish it. Yeah. Like to me, that's like, oh man, I, I didn't finish yeah. it. Like yeah. actually, I need to be finishing things and like waiting and, and being okay to not finish those things or yeah, even just patience for what the Lord is going to do. I find myself sometimes in these summer months I get really hype about like a sermon series we're going to preach. Yeah. Like yeah. our first sermon series, sneak peek if you're listening, here's a tidbit. It's going to be called Parables. Yep. And it's going to be so dope. I absolutely love Jesus's parables. It's going to be incredible. And I'm hyped for that. But now I have to sit on it for another 2 months. <laughs> yeah. You know, like yep. nobody wants to do that, yep. you know, but like some of those things just really being patient with the Lord as he gives vision and direction. I think yeah. is cool. Yeah. Good question. Super good. Anything yeah. else? What was the best part about it? Oh, mm. uh, time with the Lord, man. Yeah. Time with the Lord is so good. It's so necessary for pastors, for people, for all Christians. Like how you live with the Lord changes everything you do. Like if, if you're work, like there are days, like when I went to Chicago, it was really hard for me to find the same consistent time yeah. to spend with the Lord as when I'm back home. So like on the day three, when I had missed like a couple consistent days in a row, I felt more irritable. Yeah. I felt yeah. less patient. I felt less joyous and I felt it in my soul. So it's like just having extra space to really sit with him, to be silent with him, to memorize scripture, to read scripture, to pray like that's so valuable. Yeah. And so if I was going to yeah. give something to the people, like <laughs> give it, you got to yeah. spend time with the Lord. Like mm-hmm. you have to have to have to in whatever way it looks like for you. I think it should have Bible. I think it should have prayer. I think it should have journaling. I think it should have silence. I think it should have these things. We're all wild, wired different. So take that for what it is and make yeah. sure it works for you. But mm-hmm. you have to spend time with the Lord. That's deep and meaningful, not just checking boxes. Cause man, we can get good at checking boxes. <laughs> and then all of a sudden our soul is dry and we're reading scripture, but we're not getting anything. Yeah. Sit with Jesus. That's Preach. Right. There you go.
I have one final thing. Oh, let's go. Let's go. What you think Uh about this? I was just as you was talking, I was thinking about how often we as a team sit and pray for the people listening. Yeah. Um, and pray for Oasis in general, and like, what would it look like right now for us to invite them and to intentionally pray for Oasis this fall? Yeah. Um. So, what would you give as you've been thinking and preparing? Like, hey, here's maybe a couple things that you can be praying for us as a team, praying for Oasis Mm -hmm. as a ministry in general. To I don't know, I just think that could be really awesome. Yeah, no, that's so good. And really, Jane is spot on. Like, I've always heard, like the John Wesley quote that I have taped on my desk that really shaped me as I stepped into ministry is prayers where the action is. Mm -hmm. So as much as we want to preach sermons, meet with people, give advice, hold meetings, like have events. If we don't pray, God doesn't move. Like we need to be people of prayer that elicit God's favor in his spirit to move before us. Like we can do a whole lot of action without much like change Mm -hmm. because we need to invite God into it. So yes, during the summer, we do a ton of prayer. Like I make sure that I'm on campus and in the community, like once a week, at least praying, walking around, like doing those things. If I was going to invite people into prayer, Mm -hmm. I would like really encourage, I think structured prayer is beautiful. So like whether it's on an app or like if it's on like a reminder or it's like a text or it's just a habit you get into where you think like it pops up, like I'm for me, like I have an app that tells me every hour, a prayer topic and on that list is oasis so maybe that's something for you you could add yeah. to your prayer yeah. list like praying for oasis as i walk around campus i think one of the things that you could join us in praying for is new freshmen who come mm. yeah. yeah that's good one of the like mind-boggling things about college is it's such a formative state like time yeah that when i reflect on my own life like college changed me deeply and i think it does that to most people and we want jesus to be a, the paramount peace in that change. He needs to be the person the change functions around. And so when they come and they live in Benoese or they come and they live in Young and they move on to campus, how do we pray over those dorms, pray over those people, pray people of peace into there who are mm-hmm. going to be God's hands and feet to share yeah. the gospel? Like if you've never heard Ben's story, he was an alcoholic freshman who started at SDSU and the friends across the hall or who helped lead him to the Lord. Like I'm praying for those people yeah. mm-hmm. that there is the friend across the hall who will lead the freshman to, to the Lord who will bring them to like the, the foot of the cross and encourage them to accept Jesus as their savior. Like that's really what I'm praying for, for this fall when it comes to the college people, young adults, like I think we have this beautiful opportunity to do something special at Oasis. Uh, young adults are like, when I say young adults, I mean people who are not college, but still 18 to 25 ish. Mm-hmm. They're often overlooked in churches, they don't have really their their space to connect and to mm-hmm. feel seen and heard and like they belong. And so what does it look like for us to continue to serve that demographic yeah. of people and praying that God would raise up volunteer leaders who want to kind of champion that? Because yeah. like it, it's going to take more than just us changing some language or us providing like this event. Like it's going to take grassroots people to say, you know what, like I want my friends and my community yeah. to exist apart here. And so I've been praying for those people. And if you're one of those people, you're a young adult and you're like, hey, I want to help bring about change and bring about like a community of young adults, like come to us and let us know. Yeah. Cause I've been praying for you uh, <laughs> yeah. and you can join me in praying that God would raise those people up. But that's good. Yeah. Parable oh, series too. So pray about that. <laughs> yeah. uh, we got a lot of other amazing series that are going to happen this year. The word of God is going to be preached. People's lives are going to be changed. It's going to be incredible. So, Amen. so good. great. Let's pray for the people before yeah. we end. All right. Dylan, you want to pray? Sure. All right. Let's pray. Let's Heavenly father, we thank you for this day. We thank you. Um, for the people that listen, um, for the people that are, are joining us in this conversation, um, Lord, I just ask that your hand would be over them, um, that in this time that they would spend um, 
just some time to reflect um, what this summer may have um, been and what it will be, um, that you'd continue to move in their presence. Father, I just pray that um, that there would be an expectation of your movement um, even today and in the coming months and the semester to come um, at Oasis and here in Brookings. And Father, we just pray that your spirit um, would just move mightily in this place, that uh, you would raise up those leaders, um, that you would help us to preach the word um, in the way that you desire, Father. Lord, would you just um, build up a group of people to come back that are excited, um, that just want to serve you and love you well, Lord. Lord, we thank you. We love you and we praise you. It's all in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Sweet. Reach out if you need something. We're so glad to be back and peace out. Later. Later.